Hello, patrons. Welcome back for another exciting month of special bonus episode material things. That's that's what this is. That is put it like I want the abbreviation for that. That that's what we're gonna put as the title. Um, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Will you start this over? No. Oh, God damn it. I'm especially sorry, not now. I'm especially not starting it over now. I might have before, but not now. Sorry, uh, it's July. And so that means that we're uh, going to do some fun stuff for you. It's, there's no specific thing, but <laughs> <laughs> now, now I'm just trying to, to make Mike uncomfortable and it's working so far. <laughs> Nailing it. Uh, we have a special guest with us today. Uh, Trevor is of the Lost Legends of Scadriel podcast. Trevor, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, I'm uh, Trevor. I live in northern Indiana. I'm a paramedic uh, working in a clinic right at the moment. And then I run the Lost Legends of Scadriel uh, Mistborn Adventure Game podcast using the Mistborn Adventure Game system from Crafty Games. And we just started up uh, a couple months ago and having a lot of fun uh, putting out some episodes and testing the waters. Um, do you, uh, what's your Twitter handle for people if they want to come in and find you? Uh, at fifth of daybreak. And then the lost legends, uh, Twitter handle is at L L O S podcast. Perfect. Uh, Trevor, tell us a little bit about what you're playing today. All right. I am playing a gnomish wizard. And then I, uh, went crazy with the naming conventions for, uh, numerate gnomes. His name is <laughs> Malawin broken one sure spell faux beard waddle hop. <laughs> that's a great name awesome. and uh, oh, the man. reason that its name is Fobeard is because he's a very young gnome but he wants everybody to think that he's an old and powerful wizard and so he <laughs> walks with a fake limp and then he's got this prosthetic beard that he wears and it, it doesn't fool anybody but if you mention it then boy howdy is he not going to be happy with you I love it can you give me that name again <laughs> Malawin, Broken Wand, Sure Spell, Phobeard, Waddle Up. Alright, I gotta write it down. Malawin, Sure Spell. Uh, broken Wand, Sure Spell. Oh, sorry. That's important. Phobeard, Waddle Hop? Waddle Hop. Love it. Love all of it. Yep. It's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, of the Carapathian waddle hops? Of course. <laughs> uh, Mike, tell us a little bit about your character. Yeah. Um, so, as you know, uh, I was very prepared. Um, and I. This is bad if you're doing a uh, a precursor to this. Like if you're if you're setting up the bit, that's bad. This is not I, good. I definitely didn't use who the fuck is my dnd character dot com to find out who it is. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I definitely didn't decide to play a gloomy dragonborn paladin from a quaint little village on a hill who never turns the other cheek. Um. His Kay. name is Balaris. Uh, he is a fifth level paladin dragonborn. Uh, he is a green dragonborn. Uh, so he has that acid breath. No, poison breath. Um, let's see. What else do I know about him? He oh, has a brother. Um, 
has who has yet to be named because I also happen to be playing a dragonborn. <laughs> yep. Uh, he has a brother. Uh, we do have a last name, Josh. Yeah. Uh, that last name is Prince. Perfect. Um. So, uh, yes. Belarus is. Uh... <laughs> My new favorite technique for Josh is just like, uh, yeah, we're brothers. So whatever you wrote, it goes for me too. <laughs> yep. Whatever your history is is also yeah, my his, history. His I made a dragonborn, and then I found out Mike also made a dragonborn. I I picked that before I found out. So yeah, <laughs> we're rolling with it. His personality traits are that he connects everything that happens to uh, to him to a grand cosmic plan. Uh, he often gets lost in his own thoughts and contemplation, becoming oblivious to his surroundings. Uh, and he is oblivious to eti- etiquette and social expectations. Great. Is that, um, uh, is that first one the same one you got for Joellen? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, turns out uh, they're, when they're random, you end up with like similar shit sometimes Uh, no no i love that uh many of your characters are tied to a cosmic plan to which they do not see the whole the whole picture yeah uh it's weird it's almost like you forced it to happen to jibetto and then the whole world uh has forced it to happen to these other characters i'm really excited to for us to finally unveil the mike ellison's character meta narrative of which they are all connected (laughs) the ellison verse (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be a really weird episode when we put all of them into the same group yeah. and you have to yeah, play yeah, yeah, four yeah. characters simultaneously. Perfect. Sorry, <laughs> patrons. Uh, <laughs> so uh, my ideals are for the greater good. Uh, wait. The greater yes. good. Uh, my gifts are meant to be shared with all, not used for my own benefit. No, these are Jewelins. Hold, please. <laughs> just been reading the wrong ones the whole time uh not the whole time just almost oh no i don't know where it went to come back to me josh you go <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> so my character's name is john uvara oh my god <laughs> god damn it (laughs) you can call him john uh he is the brother of the other green dragon whose name he can't remember right now valeris Valeris, thank you uh yep that's that's right Uh, he is a great weapon fighting fighter. He carries a maul. And... <gasps> we are brothers! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also carry a maul. No way! Yes! Perfect. So the good. maul brothers. Oh my god. <laughs> Mauling everybody. The super Malio brothers. <laughs> um... He had no I didn't t- mean to get so excited. No, I'm happy you're excited. He didn't have his talent for the healing arts, so he just bashed things more and practiced that. <laughs> the uh, the weirdest the weirdest part about this is that last month's patron episode, Josh and Rob had like incredibly <laughs> synergistic characters as well. <laughs> We're in sync Rob's, as a team. It's really looking like Josh is just like cheating off of everyone's homework. <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> 
That is not fair. <laughs> there are several reasons why that's not fair. <laughs> I, just I was going to make a like... dragonborn last time, and you were like, no, you have to make a fucking tiefling. <laughs> <laughs> it was very specific to that episode. <laughs> Which is fine. I had no problem with it, but then everything worked yeah, out. You can't... It was great. Right. You can't grill him about it. <laughs> John Uvera Prince. No, John Uvara. Vara. Sorry. For I didn't so I apologize for accusing you of being derivative. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I see what happened. I didn't scroll down on this page. Uh-huh. <laughs> By the way. So okay. I have all my all my good stuff. Are we coming back are we back to you then? Yeah, I think we're back to me now. What okay, give me the rest of this stuff. Uh, so his personality traits are uh, he's oblivious to etiquette and social expectations and he feels tremendous empathy for all who suffer uh, his ideals is uh, power so solitude and contemplation are passed toward mystical or magical power um, interesting okay his bond is that nothing is more important than the other members of his hermitage order or association uh and his flaw is that he likes keeping secrets and won't share them with anyone. Except his brother. That, I mean... <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know because he's keeping it a secret. <laughs> That's right. Shh. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> but I thought it was cool that uh, who the fuck is my D&D character and uh, random rolling on all these things kind of like matched up so well. Sure. Uh, and also although you also have Josh, to be gloomy, right? Yeah. What? Also, that Josh matched up with me so well. I didn't, and I didn't use that. I was just like, I want to make a dragonborn. <laughs> you did it. I did it. <clears throat> All right. Hey, Anthony. Yes. Since dragonborn in Numerita are kind of like Asimar. Um, okay. Could you have a gnome dragonborn cross over? Uh, no. So the dragonborn aren't like Asimar. They are one of the greater races that was created by Hayrix, but not in the city. He, he created like fully realized beings rather than the angels who are bound to a purpose sure okay sorry trevor (laughs) (laughs) you don't get to be a half brother that's we're brothers in spirit that's right that's brothers in arms brothers in spirit yep great perfect look at this that's the (laughs) fastest most coherent team name we've ever had short of team yeehaw (laughs) (laughs) all right and actually you know if you didn't know brothers and spirit sounds like it could be pretty cool so i'm all right with that one i i like to think that specifically uh bolaris was trying to uh rationalize like holding trevor to the same or uh, holding malawin to the same level that he holds john and so he had to like force the idea that you're all brothers in this group (laughs) (laughs) yeah but he would never because he's so 
focused on solitude and contemplation and writing <laughs> sad poetry. <laughs> Wait, writing bad poetry? Is that what you sad said? Sad poetry. That, oh, that's how he manifests poetry. his deep, deep concern for those who suffer. Bad poetry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it's just all super empathetic shit. Yeah, everyone's like, Belarus has been sitting around by himself for a while. And like, what's he been doing? You're just writing in your notebook about all of the yeah. refugees in the area? Or yeah, something? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Great. It's a paladin's posting highest it on all the town, Posting it on all the town billboards that like, we, we pass by. Just these huge manifestos like <laughs> about injustice. So I've thought about it a little bit, Mike. Oh, are you leaving? He's leaving. He's gone. <laughs> He's gone. He left. He's gone. He left. All right, I thought about it a little bit. I left. It is wrong for me to say shady deals. I think what you guys are are scavengers. Oh, sure. Okay. So it's like. That I'm fine with. Like a. I'm fine with shady deals also. Like numeridin pickers. (laughs) (laughs) So we drive around in a truck. (laughs) Yep. We buy a lot of very expensive things, and we just hope someone else will come by and want it more than we did? Yeah. Except it's more like you ride around in a cart, you find a bunch of abandoned things, and then hope someone else wants it more than you do. Okay. Uh, Okay. You said brothers in arms? Brothers Brothers in in spirit. Brothers in spirit. You're right. Duh, Anthony. It's a really you know, important team name to me. I, I, I know. I'm sorry. Uh, God, they sound so cool. All right. <laughs> so uh, the three of you operate out of uh, Bradmont. Cool. Oh. What? What did you say? A warehouse. Uh, yeah, but also a warehouse in Bradmont. It could be anywhere. It could be, but it's, it's not. So it's in Bradmont. It happens to be in Bradmont. Um, the outside is blue. Okay. Like a um, faded blue. Like a faded old blue. Yeah, I think it was probably painted uh, blue with like a natural paint, like a natural dye. And then over time, that's faded pretty heavily. You now have like a, a faded blue warehouse. Yeah, that feels right. <laughs> um. <laughs> This is where I'm at today. (laughs) Uh, You guys have been working together, uh, gathering up uh, lost relics, um, getting your way into like temples that have been abandoned, uh, cleaning them out of all the stuff that's there and uh, and moving on your way. You have uh, a guy who works at the at the warehouse who catalogs everything and uh, uh, keeps things uh you know sells things he he sells things out of the warehouse uh he's a dwarf uh his name is balrumi honor buckle balrumi balrumi i think it's balmuri actually it's balmuri that's what i wrote but i couldn't read bill, my writing bill murray yeah bill murray shit <laughs> awesome <laughs> bill murray honor buckle fuck <laughs> Yeah, all right, Bull Murray. Uh, <laughs> it's fine, uh, Bull Murray. Uh, now I gotta change how I was gonna talk as this dwarf. <laughs> I don't think I can really do a Bill Murray impression. Uh, 
that's fine. So, uh, Bill Murray is looking for, yeah. So he, he calls the three of you together. Um, he says, Oh, Oh, you're all here. Good. I, I got a tip, a hot tip, uh, on a, on a good site for us to go and check out. Well, spit it out. All right. All right. All right. Re- relax, Malawin. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Okay. So, you guys know how there's all this stuff going on up north with the gnolls and the lizard folk. They cleared out the castle. It's it's under their control now. So, it got me thinking. Maybe we go up to the castle. We clear out the vaults. We take everything in there. We sell what we can. What we can't, we give back to the king. Uh, I, I, I've got a hot tip on where she's holed up. We give it back to the king. We get uh, accolades, maybe some some nice uh, uh, interest in the business from some nobility. But also we get some real high-end items out of uh, whatever storage they've got there in the castle. Well, I do like accolades quite a bit. Who doesn't like accolades, right? Eh? Come on, Polaris, accolades. Uh, John, accolades. Who? Come on, Malowin can't be the only one who wants to get it recognized around here a little bit. Yeah, I guess that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be nice to like get some, you know, business. Yes, yes, business. I like business. Look, uh, I've been thinking about a couple of things here. I wanted to repaint the walls. Thought maybe that would be good. That's gonna that's gonna take money. Uh, we're gonna spruce this place up. You know, we've been doing a lot of uh, low end clientele. The things you guys are bringing in are good, but all I can get in here are are uh, junk pickers, just trying to to scrape the bones. And uh, we need some real high class clients coming in here. And I think if we can really clear out that palace of all the things that are in there, whew. That could be that could be our meal ticket, boys. I like high class clients. I mean, I've, oh yeah, who doesn't love high class clients? That's uh, yeah, yeah. Now, uh, look, I think it's it's pretty likely that you might uh, face some resistance there. Uh, it's, uh, a lot of, I guess, these gnolls and lizard folk. But I mean, how bad can that be? You know, big wolf. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, that's right. Look at this, John. You're killing it. You. you Thanks. Look, Bolaris. Uh, follow your mall brother here. Yeah. Bolaris, <laughs> are you okay? I just, yeah, I just, you know, I, I was thinking about all the people displaced by the gnolls and li- lizard folks. And See, this oh. is a way we can help them out. We get up there, we take back their town get a little payment on the side, and then we give back the rest to them. It's a win-win, slightly lose, less win. <laughs> yeah, the only ones really losing here are a bunch of lizard folk and gnolls, and who cares about them? They're fine. You're right. Someone should care about the lizard folk and gnolls. Whoa, <laughs> wrong path here. Let's uh, switch the trolley onto the other track here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can write him a nice poem on the way. I just, I'm going to feel so bad, you know? Well, I mean, they're going to suffer a lot (laughs) when we do this. You know, I I bet for the most part, they don't even care about the material things. 
uh, if you don't kill any of them, they won't suffer at all. They're going to suffer so much. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, uh, you know, the thing that I'm most bummed about, um, it's like, I like the way the shop looks. Come on, a nice robin's egg blue. That'll look fabulous. (laughs) I mean... What if it gives the wrong impression? Like, what if people come in expecting new things because the building's painted new? Not. Well, well we're going to also. <laughs> you mean, like, as opposed to old things? Right. Look, no, I, I don't think that's a problem. <laughs> that's a great idea. We'll hit up the armory, we'll take all their new daggers and swords, and we'll sell those, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I'm fine with that, too. I'm fine with that. So anyway, uh, I don't know if we paint it, uh, it's going to take a lot of Robin's eggs to crush up and paint the walls Robin's egg blue. So if you could just get on this, uh, we're going to get a lot of those. Flores, remember that poem you wrote about how life is suffering? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which one? (laughs) I think he was talking about the one uh, where... You have to do things that you don't want to do basically all the time. Yeah, that's the one. Was that the uh, one about doing the dishes or the one about taking out the trash? Are they, are, I mean, there is certainly a thematic uh, similarity between the two. Uh, it's probably a good question. Uh, which one were you talking about, John? Uh, I was talking about taking out the trash. I don't mind doing the dishes. <laughs> Yeah, that one really spoke to me. I I particularly enjoyed how you linked the sun's burning to the internal suffering of man. (laughs) Thanks, man. That that means a lot. Um, All right, Bobby. You want to get out of here? Yeah. Yeah, let's get out of here. Cool, John. Let's go. Uh, Good. Great. Um, so you guys have a wagon that you use, uh, regularly for this. Uh, it's got, uh, a full team of four horses attached to the wagon. You've got a four horsepower wagon, um, that you use. (laughs) Wow. Four horsepower. (laughs) Um, and you make your way, uh, so, uh, do you have any, (laughs) what are your skills like? Like, how do you guys function as a team? Well, it sounds to me like uh, Malowin here usually tells us what to do uh, and also has to get us excited to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I should have played a bard. (laughs) Uh, But once we're in there, I feel like I'm I'm useful. Great. We'll see. Yeah, it, it yeah. kind of seems like uh, I'm going to be the guy to go in there and identify the really, truly valuable magic stuff. And then uh, I got Bebop and Rocksteady to back me up. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I hit okay. stuff. You're our shredder. <laughs> maybe maybe <But> a Krang. <laughs> the good guy. Uh, so, are you guys going to... Uh, you guys just riding up to the to the palace, like straight on through to see what you come across on your way through Paranath. Are you making a plan? Like, what's your deal? Oh, we should probably stop off at a few different diners and drive-ins. <laughs> <God. laughs> 
<laughs> Definitely. Uh, we may as well. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other shows that are equally trash. Uh, <laughs> so as you make your way across Paraneth, um, <clears throat> you do stop at a couple. A, can we have a cooking competition sideshow? Like a side quest? Only if you show up at people's places and challenge them to cook the thing they're good at. But like, okay, sure. because you think you're better than them. <laughs> All right. Is that before or after that. we repo their wagon? <laughs> <laughs> Just before. Like you beat them at the cooking competition. Like you're like, oh, you're an expert and you've cooked nothing but uh, potatoes your whole life. Cool. Let's do a potato competition. Oh, I won. And also I'm taking your wagon. <laughs> just just one shit after another for them <laughs> we just pop open a store and uh you know lowball a bunch of people when they bring in their family artifacts and then turn around and sell them twice as much to other families yeah 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 <clears throat> and they turn around they're like hey man i know this is worth ten thousand uh, gold pieces so can i get it for like how about six and you're like <sighs> yeah it's a lot of that it's a lot of that yeah 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 sounds good <sighs> I don't know, man. I I can't do more than two five. <laughs> um, okay. So what I was going to say is that as you travel through Paraneth, you do recognize uh, you stop a the couple storage, of places. The, the self-storage units? Yeah, but a bunch of the storage units that have like people who used to work like you, right? They used to do jobs similar to you, but now they haven't been around very often. And they're actually just selling the warehouse out from under them. Sure. Uh, so everyone is bidding on these warehouses to decide if they want to. That's a twenty dollar bill. <laughs> uh, a lot of the small villages and towns in Paraneth are still being run by people, but they have been <laughs> taken over by lizard folk and gnolls as well. Like there are lizard folk and gnolls keeping the people of this town hostage, but the town is still running. So they're like... It's like occupied by yeah, the, yeah. the lizard folk and the gnolls. Occupy gnolls and lizard folk. Yeah. No, the other way around. Oh. Yeah, occupy Paraneth. <laughs> occupy Paraneth, yes. By lizard folk and gnolls. <laughs> that's no, a, that's I wanna, a I lizard wanna... folk and gnoll only hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Malaris, they're not suffering, see? They're the oppressor. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what it looks like to me. Yeah, I suppose you're right. God, these people, they need to be freed. Yeah, we should free them. write something for them. <laughs> That'll do it. And he, like, puts his head down in his null skin uh, and starts <laughs> scribbling. In his null skin, eh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 a that's callback canonical. yeah i was yeah. gonna say that's that's a canonical notebook notebook brand in the numerita world um uh so you guys make your way toward uh the 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 far west of paraneth uh where the capital is um along the way you are stopped by uh a group of Lizard folk soldiers. They say, Halt! Well, what's the holdup? You are unauthorized to travel this way. Says who? 
says we. What is your business traveling west to Highgrove? What's your business holding people up? <laughs> uh, make a persuasion check. <laughs> uh, yeah. No memento, por favor. Uh... <laughs> 17. Business holding people up. <laughs> oh god. That's an insight check right there. Yeah, um We are in charge of this place. If you are allowed to be here, it is at our discretion. We in hold the up of him talking, uh Bolaris is gonna snap the reins on the horses and just start taking the cart <laughs> past them. Hey, uh, hey without even looking at them. Yeah, no, he just Stop Stop there! Throw your harpoons, men! Uh, so everybody make dexterity saving throws. Uh, do I get a bonus Ooh. because I'm driving? No. <laughs> Sounds like a yeah. <laughs> 16. I'm sorry, let me be more clear. No. <laughs> uh, 10. 5. Oh, nice. Nice, nice. Uh, so a couple of harpoons... Uh, Plunk into the side of your your carriage, um, uh, Bolaris. Yeah, my one horses make a strength check to pull the to pull the knolls with them. Uh, they're not the uh, they're off. not harpoons on chains. I guess oh, harpoon okay. was the wrong word. Uh, like spear would be better. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Javelin. Great. This is going to be awesome. My four four horsepower cart has so much torque. <laughs> it does have a lot of torque. <laughs> It does have a lot of torque. You're not wrong. Did we get the um, names of the horses? You didn't name them, but you you're welcome to. Okay. Uh, you work on that, Josh. You let me know. Because you, uh, you definitely... Meatloaf, uh, Frank, uh, Delaware. Beans. And what was, what was that, Mike? Beans. Beans. <laughs> I'm writing these down. Meatloaf. Like, uh, right. I feel like that horse will do anything for love, but <laughs> he won't do this. Not that. Not that. Yeah. Beans, Frank, and, D- and Delaware. <laughs> Great. Great. Um, so, it was uh, a hungry day. Yeah. <laughs> and then also Delaware. <laughs> you don't know about that, uh, that Bradmont specialty, Delaware? Uh, yeah, give me some of the Delaware. <laughs> I don't know if you want that. It's a couple days old now. Oh, keep, but I mean, I just I'm letting you know. Delaware is better when it gets older. Everyone knows that. <laughs> There's a sweet spot right before it goes bad. I feel that way about salsa for real. Uh, I just want to take a step away uh, from the characters and from the game for a minute to talk about how true that is. Like homemade salsa. salsa? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It turns I'm... out that Delaware is just salsa over potatoes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, salsa is much better after it, the flavors meld a little. Right. And Ch- you know, chili's the, the same way. Yeah, spicy right, food. The jalapeno gets a little bit stronger, uh, and then it gets too strong, and then it's botulism. <laughs> no, no, the, the line <laughs> is like... just botulism. There's nothing before botulism that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> it just gets better, 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 better botulism. That's how it goes. Stupid <clears throat> tomatoes. Mike, you get one point of damage by being grazed by a javelin. Worth it. Uh, uh, Molowin. Oh, 
you also only take one point of damage. <laughs> you had a much larger die, but it's still wound up as one. So you guys are, uh, the horses kick into high gear. Um, yeah. <clears throat> meatloaf and beans are ready to go. Uh, Frank and Delaware hot on their heels. And uh, they, <laughs> uh, they get the cart going. And so these soldiers no. are, are shouting behind you, tossing javelins that are either plinking into the back or uh, hitting the dirt behind you guys uh, as you tear up a large dirt cloud behind you. Uh, yeah, we do a do a horse burnout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All four of your horses are roaring. Um, they are. <laughs> uh, you've you've removed the muffler from your horses. <laughs> yeah, that's so loud. Straight piped a bunch of horses. Oh, They're all wearing gigantic cones on their faces so that the air <laughs> rushes in faster. Right, right. There's a spoiler on the back of the um, on the back cart. of the cart, just so that it doesn't flip up into the air with how right. fast right. these horses right. are running. It is four. Yeah, reduces drag. That's right. Reduces. <laughs> all right. Um, or I guess it creates drag, right? Right. Is that what a spoiler does? Reduces lift. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Adds. God damn it. Go. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, so you guys move on past this on your way uh, uh, on your way to Highgrove. So you notice that these uh, bands of guards <clears throat> they've spread out a lot now. Maybe what once was an organized army has fallen to more uh, tribal groups as you see various uh, bands of lizard folk and or gnolls sometimes mixed but increasingly you're seeing groups of uh, individualized lizard folk or gnolls who have split up the areas uh, and put, uh, groups of areas in uh, Paraneth. so you'll go through a few lizard folk soldiers you'll see um, now that you're past the checkpoints uh, they just assume you're supposed to be there or have business to be there um so nobody every really stops see, you. Yeah, every time we see one, uh, Bolaris, like somebody that looks at us weird, Bolaris will look at them and say, "We have business here." <laughs> <sighs> Great. <laughs> and then crack the whip, or crack the crack the reins again. Yeah. But you'll see like a gr couple of groups of lizard folks, and then it'll be a couple of groups of gnolls. Uh, they seem to be lacking the uh, direction. That they had before. Good. Excuse me. Also, no. I feel them. <laughs> um, after a few more days' direction. travel, you guys arrive at Highgrove. Uh, the outside of the palace, uh, the walls have been uh, badly beaten. Uh, it looks like they brought trebuchets to bear against the uh, the outer walls. A lot of them are smashed in. Uh, broken stone all over the ground. Uh, but they are still maintaining the gates, and uh, you would have a hard time... They're, they're rebuilding the walls, but you'd have a hard time accessing them uh, directly, although it might be easier to go in and on foot that way than try to... Uh, you certainly would have a harder time sneaking in the front door if that was your aim. But if your goal is to just 
march through the front door uh there are there are definitely units of guards set up outside of the main gates as you can see from uh, quite a far distance that they maintain regular guards and patrols there um, you see guards and patrols along the walls uh, as well uh and it looks like there's quite a bit of bustle in the city itself so, well it looks uh, like there's a lot of bustle in that city yeah i'm seeing a lot of hubbub hey uh Kobe, i don't see what any do dresses dress bustle is bad joke bus oh <laughs> i get it sorry sorry i was in my own head there uh, <laughs> i no, like it was a good one. i like i like john navera i get it <laughs> <laughs> great it was a it was a good one phoby i i liked it um Hey, should we just go through the front door? Or I mean, you have been saying that we have business here, so I guess we do. It's worked so far. Yeah, we can try it, and if it doesn't work, uh, we can, I don't know, ask to speak to the manager. Yeah, hey, can you um... <laughs> speak to the manager? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Valeris cracks the cracks the cracks the reins again and takes him straight up to the front door. Valeris, can you write some kind of thing that looks like a document so we can show them that a manager asked us? Uh, yeah, I could try. Um, give me a minute. And so he pulls out a piece of paper. Uh, and does his best to forge a uh, a note that says um, the <coughs> the brothers in spirit are here on official business. <laughs> uh, sincerely, management. <laughs> Make a deception check. You're not trying right. to forge anyone individuals like handwriting. So it's not your dexterity, it's just whether or not you can craft a message that... Oh my god. Uh, 18 plus 3, so 21. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I'm you a write wordsmith, up... what can I say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, 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 write, you write a lot. In written word. Professional writer. Uh, <laughs> professional writer. <laughs> Keeping it, it's fine. Uh, you, you writ a lot of things down. Um... So you arrive at the front gate and uh, uh, you, uh, 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 a null guard stops you. He says, no go in. Why no go in? No go in right now. Why? Yes, go in. When go in? <laughs> uh, need business, go in. Do we have business. Yeah, we've got business here. When no they business. say that, I'm going to use prestidigitation to put, like, fireworks around it. So it's like, we've got business here. Yeah, the, the gnoll looks frightened uh, by your explosions. Yeah, and Bolaris pulls out the uh, official business letter. Yeah, see, we have business. He squints up at it from uh, down below the cart. He says, it's words on paper that say we have official business here from management. Paper, no business. Paper is everything business. You do paper business? All business happen uh, on paper. Yeah, mostly uh, we, we deal in antiquities. Um, and, and, uh, and, 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 yeah, and refurbished, uh, you know, uh, found treasures. No ant here. 
We have business here. <laughs> no business, no entry. No go. Uh, well, hey, what about what? that guy? And then I'm going to do like a little minor illusion of a little uh, kobold running around in circles like chasing a rat. Okay. Uh, you can make a deception check for me. Oh, jeez, that's another three, so this isn't going to be good. <laughs> but plus that's zero right. is a three. Okay. Nice. That, that plus zero is huge. Yeah. So you make a little kobold uh, illusion. Um, and it's like chasing a rat around and he looks at it and he looks back and he says, cobalt have business. <laughs> uh, Belarus is going to just maul him, uh, with two hands on that baby. Oh shit. <laughs> and just try and knock him right off the bridge. Okay. Uh, roll an attack. <laughs> oh, uh, Four plus seven is uh, 11. 11 to hit. I should have had this open. I'm a fool. No, it's okay. I should have known you would do this. <laughs> <laughs> 11, you said? Yeah. Uh, no, as you uh, stand up and grab the mall and swing it down with two hands. He sidesteps. He says, no business. Uh, and he shouts, alarm, alarm, alarm. And a bunch of other guards come running out. No oh. alarm. No alarm. No alarm. He swing at, he swing at me. And That's business. That's one of the lizard folk guards steps up. He says, what is the meaning of this? We have business. Show him the business paper. Yeah, uh, we got business, and Valerius pulls out the business paper again. He takes it, he says, To whom it may concern, we have pressing business with those who have taken residence in the castle of Perineth. There is much trading to be done with those of Bradmont who wish to seek out those in power now. Ah, you are officials from the castle in Bradmont, it says. Uh, ambassadors of Greywood. That's what nope, we said. Business. He slaps the lizard, uh, the the knoll. He says, "Why didn't you let them through? This is the legitimacy we are looking for. Get out of here, you piece of garbage!" And he like pushes him away, and he just grumbles. No business. business. No business. <laughs> Yeah, see, uh, that's what I was talking about. That's why That's why we had to do what we had to do. Yeah. He hands the letter back to you. He says, my apologies. We would accept you into our ranks so that you may speak freely of your uh, deals that you may offer. So that you may begin to forge... A working relationship with Perineth once again. Before he's finished talking, uh, Belarus has already moved the horses through. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. The, yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. You are busy people. We will see to your... Oh, they are. Okay. Uh... <laughs> we have <Yeah>. business. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, it is my goal never to end a conversation. 
so you guys make your way into the the city proper. Uh, a lot of the city looks like there are still more of this city is filled with lizard folk and gnolls. Uh, there are not a lot of non lizard folk and gnolls left here, though there are still some who uh, look to be being treated very poorly. Uh, most of them are uh, look very like dirty. They're in rags. Uh, they're doing menial labor, uh, and the lizard folk and the gnolls have taken over a lot of the other aspects of this, uh, of this whole, like, village, city, basically, around the palace. Uh, although a lot of the lizard folk and gnolls are doing work as well. Um, it looks like they've brought in people who are not just soldiers to come and do, uh, some of the other tasks that need to be done in the city proper. Um, Laris just starts like yeah. Where are we headed? Single tear down the side of his face, uh, and he hands the reins off to to John, and it's like I can't, I can't do it. And he goes and sits in the back of the cart. Uh, yeah, you you move your way to the back of the cart. You see the lizard folk from the gate, like running to keep up with the cart uh, behind you. He's not there yet. He's still uh, like just outside of speaking distance uh but he's trying to get caught up to you guys it's okay polaris you just write your poetry yeah um headphones don't exist uh but he wishes they did (laughs) (laughs) ambassadors ambassadors would you like a guide to the palace no thanks okay There is much for us to speak on. He's he still tries to catch up to you guys, but the four horsepowers—it's just too much for him. Can't hear you. So too much powerful. business. Clop 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 clop. You guys make your way to the palace. Highgrove is built uh, in such a way that there's levels to the city. Uh, so as the, as you guys enter the city, you're on the lowest level, you work your way up to the central tower that looks over all of the city and is visible, uh, beyond the wall as well. So, uh, even though the wall is badly damaged, there are still sections of it that are quite tall. And as you make your way around, uh, it is sort of breathtaking at the, the architecture, uh, around you. Wow. This is some breathtaking architecture. Thank you. You wind your way up the uh, the levels uh, to the palace itself uh, that is built uh, in the central uh, the central level. Hey, this uh, looks like the central level. Some guards are also there. Uh, these ones uh, stop you as well, and they say, "What business do you have in the palace?" We have business. We have not been informed of your comings or goings today. Well, there's a guy who's on his way, but he can't go as fast as four horsepower. I mean, you see this beauty? That is fair. There is nothing in this town <laughs> that would move that quickly, I suppose. Um, Boloris, do you still have that, that, that writ? Yeah. Can and I, can I borrow it? hands it to Malowin oh. uh, to hand to Janavara. Janavara, sorry. Malowin's going to check it over <laughs> for you. any new editions of poetry that have been scribbled in the margin. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just a bunch of like 
tear stains <laughs> is all that's on it uh, that weren't there before. Um, I'm going to cast a minor illusion or minor illusion on it to get rid of the tear stains as I pass it over. <laughs> Perfect. Mending. <laughs> mm, yes. I see here. Mm-hmm. You may come and speak with the High Marshal. He has taken the place of the Lizard Folk King until a new one can be crowned. Okay. Let's go talk to the High Marshal. From the back of the cart, uh, you hear a voice. What happened to the old king? Hmm. Slain. Slain by... Well, by people like yourselves, I guess. Businessman? (laughs) (laughs) Of a fashion. The gnomes did it? Fashion businessmen? Our scouts... Our scouts say there was both a gnome and a dragonborn involved in the slaying (laughs) of the king. But not two dragonborns. Correct. That is why we are letting you into the palace today. We do not believe you to be the assassins. No, we're, uh, traitors, uh, I guess for lack of a better term. Traitors? <laughs> no, uh, with a D. Ah, yes. Duh. Sorry. It is sometimes difficult for me to understand the common tongue. You're doing a... It's passable. You're doing a... Yeah, you're doing a pretty good job, honestly. Uh, Why are you in charge then? I guess I never really considered the difficulty of speaking a second language in a world that, you know, kind of shuns you the way that this one does. Second? Common is my sixth language. I know six languages. Oh. You get to sing too? (laughs) (laughs) I was dead once. <laughs> um, Flask? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Honestly, those six languages for a lizard born uh, for a lizard folk is very impressive. Yeah, he's got me beat. Yeah. <laughs> Funnily enough, Draconic is one of the languages that I chose. Same. <laughs> this was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, also, deep speech. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> I speak common, deep speech, and draconic. I don't even it's know all what. all deep poetry. <laughs> oh, God, writing poetry in deep speech? Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. even know what deep speech would translate to for Numerita, right? Because deep speech in Forgotten Realms is... Uh, Aberrations. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, like mind flayers and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, but it's not abyssal. Like I thought, abyssal was the other one was something. No, abyss abyssal is devils, right? And no, that was infernal. Demons is okay. Abyssal. Demons is abyssal. Deep speech is aber- uh, aberrations. Okay, right? Because demons come from the abyss. And yes, thank you. Uh, devils come from the infernal hells or whatever. Yeah, I always yep. get those two confused because, like, 
uh, I, I first of all, I, they're not like the same thing, which is we're getting in the weeds. We gotta move on. You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> I just don't know where you learned deep speech or what it even is in the setting. Me that's, neither. That's my favorite part so far. When you go it's been. Thinking, you never know where you're gonna find yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, some of the pages of poetry in his null skin are just uh, shapes, um, kind of kind of similar actually to uh, Gillick's shadow language in Numerita uh, in Adventure Incorporated. Yeah, let's call that abyss. I mean, um, deep speech. Let's call that deep cool. speech. All right, I'm down. Awesome. So, uh, some for somewhere for some reason, Bolaris is somewhat shadow touched. <laughs> <laughs> And it could just be that he's dragonborn. That's maybe enough. <laughs> he's I just mean, more in tune with his connection to Herix. Sure. Also, had, like the corpse paint and like the the dark black lipstick that he wears sometimes. And, you know, the whole thing. When what's he's a, out. What's a know? green dragonborn in corpse paint look like? <laughs> Fucking metal is shit. Are you kidding me? All right. Fine. <laughs> yep. So metal. So metal. I love how my brother chooses to express himself. <laughs> I mean, he's not wearing corpse paint now, but like in general, you know, when he does. I am Velisix, captain of the guard. I will take you to speak with the high marshal. Thanks, Velisix. The the null guard standing next to him looks at him and goes, business? Business. He, he, he rolls his eyes. He says, yes, they are fine. They may enter. Great, let's go. And, like, uh, Valeris goes to, like, <laughs> shake the reins before he realizes he's in the back of the cart. And huh. Also, you can't kick the reins into the building. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, he doesn't have the reins. He collects the three of you up. Uh, he says, I apologize for the other guards here. Those who are not of the higher guard orders will say can be quite tedious apology accepted we are sick of their kind honestly but this land is big enough for us all to inhabit so we are happy to continue our alliance if it means legitimacy from kingdoms such as yours oh we're we're not kings uh we just we're businessmen Yes, your letter implied you were representing an opportunity with Bradmont for trade, no? That's, yes. That's correct. Then that will do to start. Isn't this a little above your pay grade, buddy? As captain of the guard, it is important to me to set up these sort of uh, encounters with the High Marshal as we make plans going forward shoot straight with me here you're trying to get the high marshal's job aren't you if the high marshal takes the role of king i would be happy to become high marshal but that is not why i do my duty now yeah i thought we had a thing going here i thought you could come to me we could be open but you're not ready for that so you you come find me when you are i'm i'm sorry you're right. I wish to be open with you and your people so that our arrangement can come to fruition, but it is difficult for us 
as you might imagine, your society has not been kind to my people. I, yeah. I don't know what the gnomes did to you, but I didn't have any part of that. Hashtag not all gnomes. <laughs> Very well. Yes, I am hopeful that I can one day claim the title of High Marshal. And I hope that bringing you to him myself will help to solidify my place over some of the others. Will you show us the stuff? What? The... I'm sorry, the, the stuff? Goods. Yeah, the goods that you have for trade. Yeah. Well, yeah. you'll have to speak with the High Marshal about what he wishes to trade. Look, let me, let me take it, bring it okay. down for you here. You could be on the fast track to becoming High Marshal, and we can get you there. We don't. Yeah. This this is below him. If you show initiative and you are taking control of these situations, and it brings profit to the kingdom, you're going to be golden when he becomes king. So why don't you just take us down to the vaults and we can do some trading? We win, you win, you become high marshal. Everything's golden. You Roll know, a persuasion check. Point, uh, you should just always try and uh, be doing the job that you want. <laughs> Uh, so roll a persuasion check with a plus two, Malowin. <laughs> that was a seven this time. Or nine. Nine with the plus two. That's enough. He says, uh, <sighs> yes, yes, I could show you some of the things we've been able to gather, and perhaps, perhaps we don't need him for this. I like the way you think. Ah, thank you. I like oh. the way you think. Thanks. Um, he takes you guys downstairs into the lower reaches of the uh, palace to uh, a room that is uh, heavily... It, used, it looks like it was heavily fortified. Uh, they don't have any guards posted on it here. Uh, the guards are on the outside of the palace. But it looks like it's uh, like a heavy vault structure. Um, he says, this was here when we arrived, and we have cleared out some of the things inside, but there is still much here that may be of value to you. Well, this is great. We would be willing to trade with it, uh, trade with you for some of the uh, uh, things within this place uh, for a reasonable uh, fee of course and promises of uh, trade in the future well sure uh one problem though all this stuff is trash what yeah no 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 one is gonna find anything of value in bradmont uh of any of this like we'll take it off your hand still uh but it's all garbage and are you like he, like, <laughs> he cracks his knuckles uh when he says it uh, is that a threat? No, uh, it's just uh, we're not usually garbage men, uh, but we're willing to be garbage men now for you if you want us to be. And like he just reaches back and kind of like checks on his maul and then puts his hand back down. Uh, I'd like to roll an intimidation check. Yeah, go for it. Uh, that's a 25. 
because uh, I'm trying to neg him into selling us his stuff for cheap. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you see, sweat start to form between his scales. Uh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as a dragonborn, I don't think it's gross. Uh, right. But gross. <laughs> um, he says, perhaps I should uh, go and get a few more uh, people to help us move all of these goods. Oh no, like we're plenty strong. Uh, we can move it. We just we just want you to be prepared uh, for the, you know, relatively small sum that we'll have to offer you for it. I think it best if I go and get some more hands, as you have not seen it yet, but there is much here that would need uh, many, uh, many people to make it light work. If you don't think you can handle this by yourself, then I don't know how you can become the, the High Marshal. Roll a persuasion. This one's pretty he's, high. I don't know, Josh. He's 14. Right. Oh, damn it. Um, <laughs> he's right. You know, it's important to uh, handle high stress situations when you're the high marshal. Uh, they don't call it, you know, the low marshal. Uh, he's got a, a minus two to charisma. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, uh, yes, well, uh, okay, then we can take a look. And see what we uh, feel would be a fair price. Yeah, we like everything to be fair. Yeah, of course. We're not trying to be unfair. Right. Just, it's a lot of garbage. <laughs> we can just tell from here. We're yeah, this is what we do. I haven't men. even opened the door yet. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that you would keep behind a door like this? Mm. Garbage. <laughs> Like, we'll still take it. Uh, don't get us wrong, but... I just want to, you know, prepare you. Yeah. A lot of times in situations like this, you can tell a lot about the quality of the items in a dungeon based on six different air qualities. He's right, you know. Uh, We're very oh, experienced. Why don't, why don't you tell him about the six different air qualities? Oh, I would be love to tell you about the six different air qualities. So the first thing you got to be wary of is the humidity in the room because that's going <laughs> to rot through any of your cloths. And this is obviously like, look at you, you're sweating in between your scales. It's gross. I mean, it's just <laughs> gross. So you got a high humidity environment that's terrible for storing anything valuable. And then you got, of course, temperature, wind direction, uh, breathability, uh, mustiness, and then what I just like to call the yuck factor. And that's really <laughs> the biggest thing. I'm telling you, the yuck factor is through the roof on this one. I I did not know about this yuck factor. That's how we know everything behind that door is garbage. <laughs> I am so sorry that we left things in such a state of yuck. Can you just open the door, please? Yeah, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Uh, this did not really go at all. <laughs> I thought it was going to... <laughs> Oh my god. Alright. Let's take a quick break. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I need water. <laughs> 
<laughs> um, so he opens the vault door. Also, I just want to apologize uh, and say sorry, not sorry for completely derailing. No, uh, I don't care at all. This is fine. This is <laughs> weird as hell, uh, but also fine. It just felt like how it needed to go. Yeah, it's great. We're business people. <laughs> That's right. We can make deals. Yeah. Watch us. <laughs> don't believe us, just watch. So, I guess we should discuss first what resources you have to bear uh, to procure things within this place. Uh, a lot of contract paperwork. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of uh, IOUs. IOUs? Yeah. I mean, Great it's gumption. basically... Yeah. Okay. It's basically a, you know, a consignment shop. <laughs> right. Uh... We write we write checks. We have we have a we have a sophisticated system. Banknotes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're inventing banking. Yes. <laughs> okay. We will extend you a line of credit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If you need to buy anything over the next six months, call us and we'll pay for it for you. <laughs> no money down. <laughs> it's, I, it's even better if you need to buy anything from us. You're just like having them trade in yeah, for this store is, this credit. Is the you're GameStop fucking business model. <laughs> we're they're coming in and we're we're giving them you know either five gold gold pieces if they want the cash out or they can take twenty dollars in store credit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's what you guys call your in-house store credit. Uh, you don't call them gold gold pieces because you don't want there to be any correlation that there's actual value to them so you just call them dollars the only thing you can think of with no value that's right um great and um you know as the biggest purveyor of shabby chic goods in bradmont shabby um, chic huh yeah yeah that's our name you know, we uh, we were able to guarantee a higher level of uh, product coming into our stores. You guys are still telling me this. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you asked. Yeah, you did I, ask. I, no, you're not wrong. I did ask. So you wanted to know what this negotiation was, and this is what it is. Okay. <clears throat> Velisix, uh turns to you oh, with the... also we have gold how much gold how much does a standard level five character get that's a good question. that runs a moderately successful business in bradmont yeah uh moderate might be an ex like an overestimation i don't know about moderately successful are we yeah, failing you see the numbers from this quarter yeah. We got a big quarter ahead of us. I you mean, guys can't is... roll persuasion checks against me. That's not a thing. <laughs> I, I'm about 90 some episodes in now, and I can definitely tell you that is how this podcast works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> not wrong. Oh, man. Uh, let's see. <laughs> God, gold, no. It's just not there. Let's see if it's under treasure. Now I'm really curious what an average level five 
uh, player has, but I'm not going to look up what a, how much gold an average level 10 player has. <laughs> Considering I think everyone in the podcast currently has about 12 gold uh, after the last time they spent everything and we haven't given out any. That's about, that's about right. So let's see. Uh, page 38 of the Dungeon Master's Guide. What? Anthony. The index just said 133. Well, it's 38. Why did the index lie? Oh. Typo. Typo. Oh, yes. Why? I've never been a book that was indexed the way I like. <laughs> so. 1D10 times 25? Is that yeah. what you're seeing? Plus 500? So, uh, yeah, so, uh, weird. Yeah, you each have, we'll just say you have 750 each. Okay. So, Great. yeah. You have a direct, a direct, uh, amount of gold you can use, I guess. Perfect. Uh, so. Let's try to use none of it. Obviously. <laughs> uh, and if we have to use any of it, it's all, uh, like, as a percentage down. Okay. <laughs> you know, like we'll pay you X amount up front, and then when your products are sold, you'll get your cut back. All right, that'll allow us to buy more with less. Right, exactly. <laughs> God damn it. Real quick, well, meta one. thing. Um, I'm a divination wizard, and I forgot to roll my portent. Do you mind if I do that now? Please. So that's a four and a 12. So you can give those to people also? Yep, uh, I have to do it before the roll is actually made, but I can replace any roll with a 4 or a 12. Oh, cool. you should replace the d10 roll that Anthony just did uh, for no, our gold. It's going to be a d20 with roll. With a 12. No. 1d10 times 25. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys head into the vault. Uh, inside here, it does look like they've uh, come in a couple of times and tried to take some things what you're kind of getting the sense of just by looking around is that they have no idea what any of this stuff is uh let alone what it's worth <clears throat> um but there are uh this was the royal vault of paraneth so there are all kinds of things uh, along the walls uh that are uh of various quality um mundane and magical that uh, line the walls of, of, of all kinds of stuff that have been recovered. So what we'll do is discuss items uh, as we go along, I guess. We're going to play like a weird auction game. <laughs> I want to do yeah, an investigation um, check. I want to find the grossest, cheapest looking thing in the room. Yeah, okay. And I want to do an investigation check to find the most expensive thing in the room. Okay. I want to sit back and watch. Great. <laughs> Give me your investigations. Fifteen. Sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> and that wasn't just uh, waiting for him. I actually rolled that. It just happened to be one better. Sorry, Trevor. <laughs> okay. So. <clears throat> great. Uh. So, Mala, when you go through the aisles, you find a chair that it looks like somebody was tipping in 
uh, and broke one of the back legs off of, uh, and it started to mold. Uh, so it's just like a, a junky old rotten chair. Uh, Bolaris, you walk through and on the wall, you see a large silvery sword with ornate carvings in it. Um, the hilt is made of gold, uh, and seems to have uh, depict like angelic feathers, uh, brushing off the hilt. Great. And so it looks a little pitted because of those feathers. Okay. That's, I mean, that's for you to decide, I guess. I've decided that. Right. Because I said it out loud. I said it, so I did it. Okay. (laughs) Can I search for the most medium thing? (laughs) (laughs) The most average thing? The most average thing in the room. Okay. It's us. It's Uh, us. Roll an investigation (laughs) for me. All right. Frank. Frank. (laughs) (laughs) It's four horsepower, Uh, but it's really three and a half. Nine. Uh, Okay. So you find a uh, a locket. It is silver uh, chain and a a small silver uh, inlay that has a, a, a blue gemstone set into it. It's silver? Yes. In Parada? Yes. Okay. Yes. Is that not in this game? Correct. Okay. If she was a werewolf, that would be a problem. Oh, sure. But I not as a Silver vampire. I did that to vampires, too. I thought it held them down. Depends on your universe. Yeah. It doesn't true blood. Maybe. <laughs> also blade. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But no. <laughs> Silver does not have that effect on uh, vampires. Okay. in this world cool 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 or at least none that you know of <laughs> sure you wouldn't even know why that would be suspicious <laughs> mike the player does mike the mike player the... does bolaris doesn't no uh yeah uh so it's a, a silver uh like pendant with a, a blue inset gemstone i was trying to aha gotcha yeah <laughs> I, I know <laughs> um, okay yeah I'm gonna call him over and I'm gonna be like look Vaznaquack look right here <laughs> yes. like in, in, intentionally getting his name wrong it's a power move and I'm gonna a power immediately nice before neg. then I'm gonna minor illusion so that way it looks like there's these grubs all over the chair on top of the mold and everything. <laughs> like when I tell you about the yuck factor, this is what I'm talking about. This right here, this is just such a rare infestation, but it ruins all the loot in the room. Everything in this room now has to be taken back to the shop and scrubbed down. I mean, I'm surprised this hasn't gotten to the rest of the castle. So let me do you a favor right here. And then I'm going to cast Firebolt on the chair and light it on fire. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to stop this infestation before it gets any worse. And that's on the house. Make a persuasion check. Uh, As I hear him doing that, I'm going to walk over and be like, another grub infestation, huh? They're getting more and more common. Jeez, Paranith is just riddled with these suckers. It's a good thing you bolted that chair already. That's a 10, unless I'm going to get advantage from his help. No, I don't think that was worthy of advantage. <laughs> okay. That's fair. 
Uh, okay. He says, I'm sorry, is that beard you're wearing fake? It was very distracting. Uh, he's oh, gonna no. just huff, you know, like... Oh, no. And then he's gonna walk out of the bar. Oh, no. We're done here! They don't want our help! <laughs> We're done here! <laughs> oh. It's a little sensitive really about his beard. You really did it this time, pal. I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to insult him, but he is wearing a fake beard, yes? John Avera walks over. What happened? Oh, he mentioned the beard. Oh. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yes, it's not real, but like... Why, oh boy. why does in... he do that? Why just, do just... you hoard a bunch of useless stuff in here? Why are you still asking questions? All of this is garbage, and you're still locking it up and protecting it. Like, well, we didn't do a lot of weird things sometimes, right? We didn't know what this stuff was. I mean, mine's pretty explainable. I mean, I've never seen him without the beard. I don't know what his face might look like. He might have a perfectly good reason. Okay, well, you know. And now I feel like an asshole. (laughs) Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever like, you know, uh, before you say a thing that might be hurtful to someone, have you ever stopped to think about maybe how that might make that person feel? Well, I mean, I guess I haven't thought enough about that. I, it is not something we tend to worry too much about within our own culture. And I am trying to remember that I am dealing with outsiders more and more. Yeah, if you want to become part of the global economy, you're going to have to understand to be, you know, a bit more empathetic to the needs of others. Uh, Listen, uh, my brother and I are going to go out and we're going to try and salvage this deal. Yeah, Uh, we're going to try. I just want you to think about what you've done, um, you know, and, and how difficult a position you've put us in as businessmen. His head sags a little bit and... As you walk out of the room, he's just staring at the floor. Uh, as as they leave, John Avera just pats pats him on the shoulder. We're gonna we're gonna make this okay. It'll be all right. Thank you. Uh, as soon as we get outside, Valeris is gonna like smile for the first time all day. Uh, man, Malowin, that was exquisite work in there. Oh, I think we got him on the line. This is in the bag. <laughs> Yeah, that was incredible. That was really good. Uh, yeah, this is, the this fact is, that you didn't kill good. him uh, really opened up a door for us. Well, you know, after those last couple of uh, counseling sessions when you mentioned how bad it was making the business, I've been putting some real work in on that one. I just want you guys to know that I'm willing to do what it takes to make the brothers work. It shows. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, take a minute uh, before we go back in there and commend you on on your personal growth. Uh, I'm really, I'm really proud of how far you've come. He's gonna take the edge of the beard and kind of like pull it away from his face and wipe his eyes clean, <laughs> and then smile. <laughs> hey, so uh, I've got him thinking that we are trying to salvage the deal. I've got him thinking that, uh, you know, maybe maybe there's a chance to... God damn it. I'm sorry, Anthony. I tried. 
<laughs> uh, I'm kind of thinking maybe there's a chance that we can salvage this deal. So <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think. I Those knolls are just shouting so much upstairs. <laughs> I think we should just go back in there and uh, try to make this work. Uh, but, you know, uh, we'll follow your lead, like always. Oh, like always. Yeah, it'll be great. <laughs> Malwin's going to stamp back into the room, putting on his most consternatious in- in expression. He's going to walk <laughs> right up to him. Listen, what's your face? I don't care what your name is, and I don't care what kingdom you're trying to build here. If we're going to make a deal, you have to tell me that my beard is real. <laughs> I don't want you to mean it. Uh, make a persuasion check. Ten. I am so sorry. I apologize profusely for any offense I may have given you. It was not my intent, of course. Uh, but you want me to do a what exactly? Did I stutter? Of course not. Hey, let me say it in draconic for you. <laughs> say my beard is real. Your beard is real. He's going to put out his hand. Excellent. Now let's do some business. Uh, he puts out his hand and he shakes it. And you just see him uh, shake his head a tiny bit. He's like, outsiders. Um, he says, what uh, What can we do for business with these items around here? Well, my brother's here. They've been picking through and they've been fi- trying to find some you know, run-of-the-mill things and something ex- exceptional. And I think John Avara here, he's got something really special we're willing to make an offer on before we move on to the cheap trinkets. <laughs> oh, of course. I would be happy to see our fine wares. Uh, John Avara shows him the, the locket, and, I mean, it's a locket. It's made of silver. I'll give you a silver for it. We have many fine treasures here, as you can see, looking around. So, the finest of our treasures are, for sure, the most magical and powerful uh, of things. So, I don't think a silver is going to uh, cut it for our valuable treasures. How about we start with 300 gold? For one locket? Yes. It's already been tainted by, you know, the infestation and everything. This has all got to be scrubbed down. Scrubbed. Yeah. I tell you what, if if we can get 300 for it, which, you know, uh, it'll probably have to sit for a long time before... The type of person who would even consider wanting this comes into the shop. Um, so, like, while it's sitting there, it's, you know, just taking up shelf space and it makes it so we can't sell other stuff. But if we can get 300 for it, that's what we'll, we'll price it at. Uh, and you can get a cut of that. Uh, you know, standard is 35%. Uh, 
35% seems low. It's my item, after all. Shouldn't I get, like, like 200 gold if you sell it for 300? That seems more than fair. I mean, we gotta turn a profit, too. You know, you can't just, you can't just, you know, go around expecting this is what you're gonna get for this. You're gonna get a lower price, but, I mean, who else is gonna move it for you? Could I take what? it to some kind of auction, perhaps, and have it sold? What do you think we're doing now? You, well, then it, maybe this is a priceless locket that will collect a far higher sum. You know, I'm pretty yeah. sure I saw a boulder in the auction house here in town. I wonder who did that. <laughs> I, I, I just you, don't, you don't, maybe have you have a, a locket expert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could try and sell it on your own. How's that been going for you? I mean, I noticed you still have it. And uh, on top of that, when we get back, whether we take any of these items or not, we're going to have to report to the, uh, the the trade commission that this place is, is tainted with an infestation. How about a hundred gold then, uh, and you will get the locket, and you can sell it for three hundred, and you make your profit. That's assuming we can sell for three hundred. We you know we gotta we gotta go back up and look at the going rate for silver lockets with stones in them. Yeah, um, you know, typically I understand that y'all are new to this, so uh, let me let me open let me open the doors to uh, commerce for you a little bit here. Uh, the way that this normally works, you know, as uh, licensed brokers uh, for the country of Bradmont, typically we take the items in, uh, we we compile, you know, uh, an inventory list once we get back to the warehouse. Uh, of all the items that we have acquired um, from that list we then go through and look at the condition uh, we factor in how long it will take for us to uh, you know uh, clean these up to sell these items uh, and then we f we send that form back to you uh, letting you know what you've given us so at this time you just take all of my things and give me no money. <laughs> no, no, no. That's not that's not what we're doing. Okay. We're going to make a profit together. But you have to understand that we have to make a profit on our business and you already have these items in stock. So what we need to do is make sure that we get a fair amount of pricing for all that paperwork that needs to get done and, and you will get a percentage of the things that are sold. <laughs> a lot of work goes into this. Yeah, Let me no, ask no. you a question here. <laughs> now, did you pay anything for this locket? We paid in the lives of our fellow soldiers. Now, that paid for the territory, didn't it? That just paid for the land. Everything else on top of that, that's gravy. I know you were talking earlier about how much you hate these lower races, but now you've got enough land for them. You paid for the land. You paid nothing for this locket. And truly, land is the most valuable resource that you can own. Now, now look at it from our side. We've got to pay our wages out here. We've got to pay to feed the horses. Those aren't cheap horses. I mean, Meatloaf alone, he's got to be at least 30 GP. I mean, we've got a whole lot of overhead here. we got to keep the store going. We've got we've got expenses on our end. When you just pick this thing out of a dusty room that had the, the, the rod in it. I mean, the yuck factor alone. Oh, he did seem like a rather robust land. horse. We pay rent. <sighs> you got to eat too, man. I... <clears throat> so you're on the like you know you're in the position of power for sure 
uh, in this situation, you I'm know, where we, you know, we are uh, really just trying to make do, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to survive as a small business. I'm feeling uncomfortable selling, I'm feeling uncomfortable selling the locket under these conditions. Uh, but perhaps we will put this back for now. I, I worry that maybe this is too big of an item for us to deal over so quickly. <laughs> uh, John holds on to the locket. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you, uh, other dragon man, you had something you saw that you were interested in? Yeah, uh, last name's Prince. Belaris Prince. Um, yeah, I found... <laughs> I was waiting for when you were gonna fucking finally realize... <laughs> <laughs> That's a reference. <laughs> it's just a reference. No reference to anything. Just a flat reference. Yep. Put one in the reference column. <laughs> uh, Mark that as one reference. It's good. <laughs> So, uh, on that Valeris note, am I or am I not allowed to make Dune jokes? <laughs> <laughs> You're always allowed to make Dune jokes. 100% able to. Steph's not here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, now, now here, the bit. Moratorium on Dune jokes. Yeah, if she was here, you couldn't because then she would uh, be in on the Dune jokes, which we don't want anymore. Right. We'd find another classic science fiction book that she hasn't read. <laughs> I'll take a look at the bookshelf. I got Perfect. you. <laughs> All right. Everybody's going to read The Time Machine this week. <laughs> oh, perfect. I'm certain she's read The Time Machine. She has to have read The Time Machine. H.G. Wells, she had to have read The Time Machine. Maybe. I bet she has. Uh, Steph, when you listen to this, tell us if you've read The Time Machine. She's not going to listen. Do you know this. what a Morlock is? <laughs> so I haven't read The Time Machine. Oh. Well, That's why it's homework. That's okay. Shit. <laughs> yeah, but you're not going to do your homework. No, of course not. I'm going to look up Spark Notes ten minutes before recording, <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's going to be like, "Wow, he knows." <laughs> oh man! All right. So, what was the item that you wished to uh, discuss? Uh, is this basic ass sword over here? That uh, the one with the pitting all over the the handle? Pit pitting. He steps yeah. forward and squints real close to it. Ah, yes, I see what you are saying here. I thought it was a pattern of some kind, but it looks like it was just etched in here. Yeah, if it were like a pattern, uh, it would be easily repeatable. Uh, you know, uh, the amount of like kind of all over the place that this is uh, definitely tells me that this wasn't, you know, like any sort of stamp or anything. Hmm. Um, you know, it looks like probably from like use... And then they, like, you know, they tried to polish it up or whatever, but. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, oh, yeah, you know, they uh, they resurfaced it, which is really the worst thing you can do to one of these right. things. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you think you'll sell it for? <coughs> uh, you said it was a short sword, right? A long sword. Oh, a long sword. Uh, let me type long sword into my browser. 
Long's um, word. You know, um, standard longsword goes for 15. Uh, since this one's used, um, you know, we'll be lucky to get 12 for it. Oh, don't forget the yuck. Mm. Yeah, I figured, you know, we could just throw this one in a bath, right? Like when we get back. Oh, yeah, um, but the international trade law says we got to label anything that was restored from yuck status. <laughs> <laughs> right, plus the labor that it takes to you know, restore something from yuck status. So, so we gotta we gotta mark it up, but we can't since they won't buy it that way. So really, we're just we're taking a smaller margin on this one, even as it is. How, how about three gold then? Yeah, that's, that feels that feels like a good year cut. Uh, we can put that on the list. Oh, we've we've broken the ice. I feel. Yeah, yeah, this feels good. Uh, this is great. And he pulls out his Nolskin and writes, uh, Longsword, three. <laughs> uh, like, as a line item. Uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> I think you've pretty thoroughly uh, trounced this guy's ability to <laughs> value anything <laughs> in the place. Uh, and the three of you work him over pretty good. Uh, you load up the cart with pretty much as much stuff as you can carry out of Paranath. Um when you go to pick up the longsword off the wall, Bolaris, uh, it, it it's got to radiate with power, right? Like oh, it like sings in your ears, uh, <laughs> like a hymn uh, uh, resounds through your mind as you hold the blade. Um, uh, it's definitely Anthony, magical. Oh, sorry, God. no, go ahead. Can I try to pocket the um, the the, the locket? <laughs> Give me a sleight of hand. Eighteen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, as you guys are loading everything up on your like putting pulling everything together, um, he goes, "Have that's odd. You guys did not load up the locket, perchance, did you?" Oh, I didn't want to touch it. It was only worth the silver, and you didn't, you know, want to take that. I don't... I don't see it anywhere. Um, it, it might have gotten consumed by the yuck. That happens sometimes. Silver is the first thing to go once it really starts to spread. It's just so brittle. There's a reason, you know, there's a reason you don't make a sword out of silver. You use you, a real metal. You, you know, slide the silver sword further back into the... <laughs> 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 ah, yes, I've... Not really... Uh, most of our weapons are stone and, and bone. Nice hard materials. That makes sense. Mm. Well, if you see the locket... Please make sure you send it back with the paperwork that we have to fill out uh, to uh, get the rest of our cut. Certainly, of course. certainly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and remember, uh, you've been dealing with uh, Cardoza Trading. <laughs> <laughs> I will so. inform the High Marshal of the uh, great work that we did here today. I'm sure he'll be very proud of me. Before long, the king will, he'll become king and name me High Marshal Velisix. We're, this was, this was great, Velisix. This was really nice to meet you. And to meet you. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, you when, when you become the High Marshal, make sure you send us a card so we get an invitation to your swearing in or whatever silly thing you do for whatever title that is. Yeah, we're really, you know, we're just, um, we're excited, I think, as a as a society to see, you know, uh, lizard folk and gnolls kind of get get the get the come up that they've, you know, really been looking for. Yeah, moving forward in the world. Yeah, that's one of the first thing Bolaris said before we left was, boy, so much suffering with those lizard folk and gnolls. <laughs> Breaks his heart. That's true. <laughs> ah, well, we are excited to further our relationship with the outside kingdoms, starting with Bradmont. This will be a glorious achievement for us all. Uh, one tear rolls down Bolaris's face. <laughs> uh, one just solitary tear goodbye cardoza people enjoy uh the the fruits of our labor together and i hope to make much more money with you in the future oh with the plan we signed you up for it's gonna be rolling in don't you worry <laughs> it's gonna be great uh and remember uh possession is seven eighths of the law <laughs> two more tears roll down Valeris's face and he, he just like leaves uh, and gets in the back of the cart. You all, uh, make sure that they are escorted safely from the city and that they are uh, able to uh, leave this place untouched. The Knolls sure. uh, salute. Business I'm sure you'll over. Make high marshal for this. I'm sorry, go ahead, Josh. I'm sure you'll make High Marshal for this. Thank you. I'll go let the High Marshal know now what occurred. He go, turns to go back inside. Uh, business over. Business over. <laughs> he, the, the Noel nods. He Bowen says, snaps the reins and starts the car going. <laughs> we go. <laughs> They're like hustling to keep up like uh, as you make your way through the city. These gnolls are just running beside oh, you guys. A couple like clinging on to the side of the cart. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, yeah, he's clinging on to the side. He's just turning back. People are turning their heads to look, and he's just yelling, "Business over! Business <laughs> over! Business over!" They get you to the front gates. Uh, the lizard folk that you guys passed by uh, looks very pleased with himself for letting you guys in. Um, <laughs> the gnoll hops off, and the other gnoll that you tried to swipe at is still angrily shaking his head as you uh, head out. So as we leave, uh, at this point, Belarus is like just full on bawling his eyes out. Uh, <laughs> he's like, I can't believe we killed Valeris. <laughs> <laughs> his suffering is on our hands. <laughs> Malwin's like he's giving the reins over to John and he's just going like bit by bit through everything double checking against the list and says uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> it'll be okay uh, you guys return back um, to the <laughs> to what was it uh, brothers in spirit no something chic Oh, shabby, oh, chic. shabby um, chic shabby chic shabby yeah, yeah, yeah. chic uh, brothers and spirit uh, shabby chic and it's uh s-h-e-i-k or whatever yeah. i-e-k yeah how do you, you know yeah yeah i-e-k i think it's i-e-k 
That's a reference. <laughs> uh, B- uh, Bull Murray is back at the uh, waiting for you guys. He's overjoyed by all of the amazing stuff you brought that way, yeah. way undervalue. Um, he's like, he's like, how, how did you convince them uh, to give you all this stuff for so little gold? We, we played him for a fool. <laughs> he's going to die. Oh, man, yeah, Malawin, gonna die. you did the old uh, give you a paperwork and a cut thing, huh? And with number 36, the yuck factor. Oh, yuck factor, you guys. <laughs> yeah, we really took advantage of the guy. Made him convince him he was going to get a promotion for it, too. Oh, this is going to be great for us. Four months well, later, the gnolls and lizard folk declare war on Bradmont. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where we'll call it. <laughs> awesome. Man, I was really hoping to throw him off with the whole Cardoza thing. Uh, thank you, Trevor, so much for coming to play this really weird Thanks, game with us. Oh, it did that was not go fun. at all how I expected, but that's fine. Uh, remind us how we can find you on the internet. Right, you can find me on uh, Twitter at Fifth of Daybreak, and then you can also find Lost Legends of Scotriel on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or Tumblr at LLOS Podcast. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. Thank you for being patrons. As always, we love you so, so much, and you are amazing, and we will see you next month. Yay! The Yuck! Goodbye. <laughs>